Okay, listen up. See, I got I got this phone number for you. See, it's gonna help you. See, one eight hundred Butterball. <laughs> yeah, that's a number everybody's gonna want here in the next couple of days. One eight hundred two eight eight. 8372, that is the Butterball Helpline. Now, they also got a text number here, 2844-877-3456. So we thought we'd start today's kitchen table talking about turkeys. I mean, come on, man, we're just a couple of days away. If you hear rattling and noise in the background... Well, I did not clean the spectacles before we started. My bad, should have. So, <laughs> so I can read this stuff and go over this information uh, that we're going to be doing today. During the kitchen table on FBTV Radio, I've got to clean the old specs so I can see through them. But anyway... Yep, that's the Butterball hotline. I was really hoping. I bet they got. I bet they've got some great calls. Oh, did I give you the text number? If you got a, you can text them. You know, eight four four eight seven seven three four five six. That is the Butterball text number. If you want to call them and talk to somebody direct, eight hundred two eight 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 three seven two. You you think they sit back there? And, uh, nah, no, they don't. <laughs> I was going to say sit back, get a text come in, or somebody calls, and they give them the wrong information on purpose. No, that turkey's done at 150. <laughs> Turkey, 300 degrees, 90 minutes, done deal. <laughs> now, you know they don't do that. All right, good morning. This is FBTV Radio. It's just after 8 a.m. now. My name is Michael. I'm your host. This is The Kitchen Table. We get together for an hour every morning, Monday through Friday. Talk about things going on in the world. Take a look at what's happening that day in trekking. We'll talk about some other things. Try to sell you some stuff. <laughs> All that fun things going on. I hope if you're a driver, you are on your way home. <clears throat> I talked to several drivers yesterday. And, uh, well, the ones I talked to, actually, they were didn't have any plans on going home. They were going to stay out. And uh, but, but, but one thing we all could relate to is when we did want to go home. You know, on a holiday when we were driving. I've been there. We've all been there, you know. it's But like yesterday, what we was talking about is uh, a, a driver's getting unloaded yesterday morning. And man, they, they're they thinking, man, my, my dispatcher better come through. Better get me a load going home. And every tick of that clock, every minute, the later it got... And those drivers did not have a dispatch yet. They were getting quite a bit antsy. You know, I don't know what the rate is, but I'm pretty sure around this time of year, drivers will spur of the moment quit. 
because they can't get home. You know, most drivers, I think, have done something like that. They've quit, moved on, because uh, whatever. Stupid stuff. You get out there on that road, and if you're a broker or a broker agent just starting out, you really need to be able to put yourself in a driver's shoes. I mean, these guys are out there on that road for days, weeks, months at a time. Things go on at home. They can't be, you know, home for something breaks. They can't be there to fix it. You know, their their child takes their first step, says their fir- the first word. You know, that kind of thing. That, that gets to a person. It really does. And uh, drivers can become moody. You know, one minute they're in a great mood, next minute they're not. And then the relationships. The worst thing in the world for a driver, one of them anyway, is the wife, the husband at home, and the driver get into a fight. One hangs up, the other one starts calling back. Next thing you know, it's it's Nutsville, USA. We've all been there. I think as you get older, you kind of get out of that. But man, when you're young, all that young, youthful energy, <laughs> you know, what was it? Somebody said a long time ago, youth is wasted on the young Personally, I've reached the age where when I'm watching the AMA Awards, the AMA, American Music Awards, the question I ask most often is, who, who's that? <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, getting back to my point about uh, brokers and agents working with drivers, you got to put yourself in their shoes. Sometimes you just got to hold their hand. Talking through it. I'll give you an example. One time I had a load of soda pop, canned soda pop. I don't know, it's picking up around St. Louis, going to Nebraska, Iowa, somewhere. It was the middle of the summer, hot days. Hot, hot, hot. The dog days of summer, as they call it. And the driver that was taking this load, he was so proud. A brand new truck, new trailer. Well, new to him anyway. Just got his or her, their authority, his authority. Thrilled to death. One of his first loads, and it was a soda pop load. He had taken it from me. I brokered it to him. And away he went. Got the load picked up, no problem. And then I get the phone call. The call. It's the driver on the other line. You can tell he is, at best, upset. <laughs> he tells me he don't know what happened. He got to the destination, he opened the door, and all that can soda pop that had been on pallets, all of it, turned over. 
All of it just scattered all over the floor of the back of that trailer. He said uh, soda pop was everywhere. Cans had popped. Uh, he said it was so bad there was literally soda pop dripping from the ceiling, running down the walls of the trailer. He says, man, and he was about in tears. Hey, is this terrible? You know, I, this whole load's just exploded. It just tore up. I'm just going to find a dump. I'm going to rake all this stuff off, count it off, count it as a loss, and just move on. Okay, first of all, if you're a broker, nobody makes any money unless the load delivers. Now, calmer heads had to prevail. This guy was upset. So I had, my, my job as the broker was to get this driver calmed down, get him back in the back of that trailer, start restacking that soda pop, and then see what happens. So that's what I told him. I said, buddy, first of all, if, if you trash this load, our brokerage will never do business with you again. Never. You can't do that. I mean, you just can't. Your first load out, you, you dump the load, you take it to a dump and trash it. Second of all, you're a brand new trucking company. If you file a claim on this load with your insurance company, well, first of all, you can't dump it until they tell you to. But the thing is, if you're, uh, this is one of your first loads, and, you know, right out of the gate, you've got an insurance claim. It wouldn't surprise me if your insurance company would cancel you on the spot. Maybe not cancel, maybe raise your premium. Something is not going to be good. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. So I finally got this guy calmed down. He was thinking. He was thinking, but he was still, he was pretty upset. He was shook up. His voice was quivering. You can almost hear the tears dropping. But he got to the point where he said, what do you think I should do? I said, well, first of all, you got to think about it. It's canned soda pop. You ever shook up a can of soda pop and open it? It will spray. You may only have one or two cases back there that's popped. Because a little bit of soda pop is going to make a big mess. I said, you need to get back out there and stack it. You know, restack it. I go, you're at the destination. How far, how much room do you have in front of those loading docks? How much room is in front of those docks? He goes, oh, man, I, I got a football field. You know, I, I got the length of a football field out there. And I go, what I want you to do is pull straight out from the dock, pull forward, get out of the way so you're not blocking anybody, but have the tail end of that trailer facing that dock and get back there and restack it. Here's my thought. This is what I was thinking when I had this guy do this. The soda pop is going to be sticky. That alone, that alone is a reason for a sh uh, receiver to refuse the load. But I was hoping that the fellows on the dock would be watching this guy all day long, or for several hours anyway, back there in the heat of the summer in the back of that trailer, restacking that load. And they have empathy. Take pity on him. Accept the load. Ignore the stickiness. 
And to work he went. About four hours later, I get a call. This guy is on a different planet. From the guy I talked to earlier, this guy was just thrilled to death now. He was happy. He goes, man, you're not going to believe it. He goes, there was only like six, a six-pack that had busted. He goes, the guys accepted the load. You, you know, man, phew, thank you, thank you. But anyway, that's what I mean. Sometimes you got to put yourself in their shoes. you got to talk them through it. you got to be the voice of reason. And you got to talk them through it. Save the load. That's part of your job as a broker. you got to make sure the load delivers. All right. This is The Kitchen Table. My name is Michael. I'm your host. We're going to take a couple of minute break. When we come back, man, do we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in two minutes. Okay, we're doing this Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. It's The Kitchen Table. We're going to get together here on FBTV Radio. Also, later on in the day, the same day, you can... Uh, you missed the live well we play it back throughout the day periodically after the uh, 8 a.m broadcast and i get started around lunchtime something like that just depends on how we how soon we get it ready to go and put back in the system so it can play throughout the day but you can also hear it via our fbtv podcast we will edit it down and post it up so you can download it at the end of the day. See, if you're like me, I don't know. I, I may be weird. I, well, now, if I'm driving, that's another deal. You know, if I'm going on a trip, yeah, I'm, I'll play it through my stereo, listen to it, because more times than not, more times than not, you know, I'm not really listening to the radio if I'm taking a trip because you got to change stations all the time, and I'm not going to pay for satellite radio. Just not going to do it. I had it. I've had it. I enjoy it. Yes, it's a good deal. Actually, I bought uh, stock in Sirius many, many, many years ago, and uh, it made me some money <laughs> because uh, it was right before they bought XM. But anyway, neither here nor there. But if you're a driver, oh, man, I remember when I started driving. You know, I'd be listening to the football game or something going down the road and... Never failed. Fourth quarter, you know, two minutes left in the game, whatever. You know, it's a two-point ball game, something like that. And all of a sudden, I get too far out of range, and I lose the signal, and I can't hear it. So when satellite radio came along, yeah, that was the best thing since sliced bread, at least for a driver. And uh, here's a funny story about satellite radio. I was... I was, where was I? Up on 44, up in Missouri. And I was listening to some talk show on Sirius or whatever. And I don't know, I just felt compelled. I usually don't call into these radio shows. I just did. I picked up the phone and called. And me and the host there, we talked for a couple of minutes, blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what I was about now. And uh, got off the phone. Now, it's like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning middle of the night and no kidding uh, as soon as got done with the uh, phone call with that uh, radio show or whatever my phone rings it's a buddy of mine he goes man were you just on Sirius 
I go, yeah, he goes, I knew it was you. I knew it was you. It sounded just like you. And that that was wild. You know, somebody be up that I knew that time in the morning and recognized my voice. But anyway, so ever since then, whenever I do a resume, I put, yes, I've, I, I have been on Sirius Satellite Radio. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, what was I talking about? Oh, we got all kinds of things going on. Hey, if you've got a question, comment, or message, obviously you can email us, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You can go to our website, freightbrokertv.com, and uh, well, you're going to find forums all over the website. So pick one. Pick one. <laughs> And you can call us 479-668-0213. Now, that's our studio line. You'll, you'll, you're, it's going to be voicemail, but you can leave a message. Leave a message, and we will, uh, well, we might respond to your comment. But if it's a question, yeah, we'll answer your question more times than not on the air. And you may even get to hear yourself. You know, keep in mind, it's implied consent if you leave a message that we may use your comment, question, or whatever on the air, be it uh, in the radio, podcast, or video. If you want to keep up with what's going on, when we are doing things, follow us on Twitter, at Freight TV. And I still don't know if that's they call it a handle or not. Let's, what, what, that's what I call it anyway. It's a handle. They don't really tell me. But anyway, uh, like today, we've already uh, it's already it, it was posted early this morning. Uh, this morning at eight central, FBTV radio, the kitchen table. You got a link. Blah blah blah. I say we're telling you, we're telling you about this. And uh, you know this was posted three hours ago. Then right after that, uh, another post went up today at noon central, FBTV Insider live stream. Going to be talking about double brokering. It's going to be the feature topic. Now, that's an insider live stream broadcast. It's not going to be open to the public. It's not going to be like our YouTube. And that brings us to FBTV Insider. FBTV Insider, if you don't know what that is, well, it's a place you can register for free, have access to all of our public content, all in one nice, neat Little space. Our little home on the web. FBTV Insider. But we do FBTV Insider content only as well. Now, if you want access to the Insider-only content, yeah, that's going to cost you a penny or two. Literally. Less than $3 a month. two ninety nine, twenty four ninety five dollars a year. You can even save more money if you pay for it by the year. But anyway, you get all the Insider content, audio, videos, live broadcast, all that fun stuff. And the live broadcast we do, it's not like, you know, hey, you know, doggone it, I missed it. I meant to see that. You, you can, you've got access to the archives, okay, as a, uh, someone with access to the insider content. So keep that in mind. You can check that out. Go to FreightBrokerTV.com. Up there in the top, you're going to see FBTV Insider. Or you can just go to FBTVInsider.com. Okay, Thanksgiving, a couple of days away. If you're a driver, going to be up in Boise, Idaho. Don't forget, Boise Stage Stop. Going to be giving you a free turkey dinner. Their way of saying thank you for everything you do. And if you're a driver, you got to have a CDL. You know, don't walk in there. Hey, I'm a truck driver. I want to get me a free turkey dinner. And uh, if you don't have a CDL, you're going to have to pay. Okay. 
But if you're a driver with a CDL, you're going to have opportunity to win prizes during the driver appreciation event. And when you get back in the truck after you finish your meal, you got to remember it's click it or ticket time all over the country through November 29th. Make sure you buckle up for safety. Here's a weird story. Well, kind of. This trucker got fined $400 for parking her truck on her own property. Okay, I see where this is going. You probably do too. I have, I, I feel for the driver. I get it. It's not right. But anyway, let's go on. A Texas town, Edinburgh, Texas to be exact, issued a $400 fine parking ticket for this driver that parked her truck at her house. We'll call this driver Alicia. Alicia uh, violated city code by parking her truck in a residential area. According to the city of Edinburgh's website, it's unlawful for any person to park any truck, track, truck tractor, semi-trailer, bus trailer, or any other motor vehicle with a gross weight of 10,000 pounds or more upon any public street, alley, parkway, boulevard, or public place which abuts any property zoned as a residential property according to the zoning ordinance of the city. So no RVs either, it sounds like. Alicia said that she wasn't aware of the ordinance and that she was disappointed with city officials for cracking down on truck drivers, particularly during the pandemic. And... uh, if if there's not any more to the story, yeah, Edinburgh, you know, you, where's the warning? Okay, where's the warning? But something kind of tells me that maybe, maybe there's a little bit more to that story. Like maybe she knew, you know. Maybe she'd been warned, but if not, city of Edinburgh got to give her a warning, give her a chance. You know, that's four hundred bucks, man. And you know, you, you've got you've got toilet paper on your shelves because truck drivers like Alicia delivered it. That alone should be worth four hundred dollars. Keep that in mind. All right. Birthdays today. You having a birthday? Well, if you are, happy birthday to you too. I want to remind you. If you got a birthday coming up or you know somebody has a birthday coming up, let me know. Email me. Give me the details, all the juicy details. I need to know the name of the person. I like to know where they're at, you know? And uh, their birth date. Yeah, if you don't tell me their birth date, we never know when they are, uh, when to say happy birthday to them. But anyway, check, you know, do that. Uh, FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com is our email address. So let us know. Birthdays today. Back in 1853, Bat Masterson. Remember him? Probably heard the name before on a lot of Westerns. What was that, Young Guns? I think, uh, didn't he play a... Or wasn't there a character that played bad in that? Anyway, he was a lawman. 
journalist. Dale Carnegie, we got a library here in town named Carnegie, Dale Carnegie Library. Uh, he was a motivational guy, too. You know, sells, Dale Carnegie sells. William F. Buckley Jr., he was born on this date back in 1925. Dale, by the way, Carnegie, 1888. Paul Tagliabue. Now, if you're my age, you probably remember him. He was the fourth commissioner of the NFL. Back then, it was known as the National Football League. Today, not so much. <laughs> Pete Best. Pete Best. He was the original drummer for the Beatles. He got replaced by Ringo. He was born on this date back in 1941. Tom Hanks boy. And I didn't even know this guy was really Tom. I've known him. I knew the name, but I just never connected it. I don't know, a, few, a year ago, maybe. It's not been that long ago that I connected it. And Man, you can see the light bulbs go off, you know, right above my head. Colin Hanks. He's 43 today. Holy cow. Born 1977. That was around the time Tom was doing Booze and Buddies, wasn't it? Wasn't he Booze and Buddies around that time? Hmm. I'll leave it at that. Catherine Hegel. Hegel. I can never pronounce her name. Uh, she's 42 today. Yeah, she's the one that was on Grey's Anatomy, Roswell. I watched the Roswell show. I kind of got binged on it. You know, for a a uh, for a show about aliens and flying saucers and stuff like that, it's pretty good. I tell you what, I watched yesterday. Yesterday afternoon, I watched Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Matter of fact, Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out a year before Catherine was even born. It actually came out the same year Colin Hanks was born, back in 1977, and he was on Roswell as well. Well, how about that? But anyway, it, it was a fun movie. And, and you know, it was, it was, I think they could release it, that same movie, they could have made it in 1977 and released it today, and it would still be a smashed. The effects, the special effects were cool. They did a good job. I mean, it just, uh, well, if you take the uh, 1977 vehicles out of them, replace them, <laughs> you know, with modern day looking vehicles, you'd never know. Never know. There's one scene, and you may remember it. Richard Dreyfus, he was in his pickup truck right there at the beginning of the movie. Looking at the maps, he was at the stop sign of railroad track. Yeah, railroad track. And the, the UFO flies over him. And you start seeing all the papers fall off the dash. He floats up a little bit. Uh, things start, you know, getting weird. The pistachio nuts or seeds, sunflower seeds, whatever it was, comes out flying out of the ashtray. What happened there was pretty wild. Pretty doggone wild. What had actually happened was, uh, to get that effect, they had actually hooked his truck up to some type of device, crane or whatever, and they turned they, they turned it upside down slowly, you know, kind of turned it. And they mounted the camera inside the uh, truck itself. And I thought that was really cool. I mean, that was really, really cool, you know. But anyway, neither here nor there. All right. 
This is The Kitchen Table. My name is Michael. Uh, we are just about halfway through, getting ready to start the downhill slope. Let me go fill my coffee cup up, and we will be back in a couple of minutes here on FBTV Radio. Don't go anywhere. Oh, you're kidding, dog guy. Yeah, well. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. This is The Kitchen Table. Every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m., right here on FBTV Radio. And if you missed the radio broadcast, but you're listening to the radio, hang in there. It's it's broadcast several times a day. And uh, we we do put it, we we do uh, post it as a podcast, so you can go to the uh, FBTV Radio podcast page on our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. And, and you know, if you've got uh, your iPhone or Android or whatever, uh, you know, you can download an app. You know, your favorite your your favorite app for podcast, and you can find us at uh, Freight Broker TV. We're on pretty much all of them: iHeart, Spotify, iTunes. I can't remember them all, but you'll find us. But anyway. Yesterday, I had told you that uh, we had been having computer issues, and everything seemed to be better, and it is better. And we've been trying to record on our main computer, and we did yesterday. It worked flawlessly. But I just got notified a moment ago that uh, it hiccuped during our last segment. And, uh, well, it's a good thing we uh, didn't put all our faith in it, huh? If you're looking for pretty cool Christmas gifts for family and friends, check out the FBTV store. we got coffee mugs, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, phone cases, the whole nine yards. All right, believe it or not, we are exactly one month away from Christmas Eve. It seems like yesterday was 4th of July. But one month from today, Christmas Eve, and believe it or not, today is National Sardines Day. Why would they put Sardines Day the same week as Thanksgiving? Well, I guess technically, well, not, not te- yeah, yeah, it pretty much is. I was going to say technically, maybe not always, because Thanksgiving is what, third Thursday in uh, November? No, I guess it's not. I guess it's fourth Thursday. I thought it was third. Huh, no, damn. Color me a turkey. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's National Sardines Day. I've ate sardines. I've taken them fishing with me, you know, to eat, you know, while you're on the boat, whatever. I've never really liked them that much. But it is what it is. But uh, I haven't had a sardine in a long, long time. People put anchovies on your their pizza. That's weird. You know, a lot of pizza shops nowadays. I, I hear they're not. They're doing away with anchovies. Who was it? Domino's, maybe Papa John's. I don't remember. A story came out not too long ago saying they were uh, no longer going to offer anchovies on a pizza. And that just always weirded me out, too. Fish on a pizza, I just can't get my head wrapped around that. So, Now, 
Not only is it National Sardines Day, but it's also Brownie Locks Day. Yes, I'm not making that up. Brownie Locks. It's a day to celebrate, celebrate, celebrate being a brunette. They have a motto. This is real. This is real. They have a motto. Blondes may have more fun, but brunettes are more fun. Hmm. You know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was kind of wild. They got a website too. I went to their website. Looks like somebody just made it up. And the re on their website, the reason they said the reason this is Brownie Locks Day is simply because this is the day they registered their domain <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> All right, what else happening in the world? Seems like there was some other stuff going on. All right, Black Friday's coming up day after tomorrow. What are you doing? You're going to be going out? You're going to be getting up 3 o'clock in the morning? Like I know some of my in-laws will be. Well, I don't know if they will or not. I, they used to. My wife did this one time. 3 o'clock in the morning. Her, her sisters got together and they went, stood in line. I, nah, not going to do that. Not gonna do that. I one. Uh, I'm not gonna go shopping at three o'clock in the morning. Two. I'm. Uh, I'm certainly not gonna stand in line waiting for the doors to open and have to fight fifteen hundred people to get to something. And three, I just don't like big crowds. I don't want to be in the middle of a big crowd. You may call me weird, but it's just I, I feel uncomfortable anymore in a big crowd I like my space you know I always said and, and don't take this the wrong way <laughs> but most people agree I always say you know if it wasn't for people I'd like people a lot better <laughs> think about that for a minute think about that get back to me alright okay looking at back Black Friday if you're going to have Black Friday here's some of your best Black Friday deals Thanksgiving week and the big days approaching we're talking about Thanksgiving but uh, you can forget the turkey and dressing, cranberry sauce. And that's something that's something my wife better pick up is another kind of cranberry sauce. What's your what's your favorite cranberry sauce? Gelled or with the whole cranberry? Personally, I like mine gel. But anyway, Black Friday, baby. 2020, it's been crazy all year. And you know, 2021's coming up and do you really think 2021 is going to be better? Don't think so. think it's going to be pretty much a... Uh, we may see improvements, but uh, I think this time next year, we are still going to look like China wearing masks here and there. Even when they, you know, even when the mask thing is lifted, you know there are going to be people walking around with a mask on. We call those snowflakes. <laughs> now we we uh, well you know I've always said this is what happens when everybody gets a trophy. Everybody got a trophy. Everybody's a winner. No, they're not either. Don't get me on that soapbox this morning. But anyway, 2020 with all the social distancing. Oh, this is going to be fun. Black Friday with social distancing. Distancing. 
Anyway, let's see what's going on here this morning. Here are some of the uh, best deals for Black Friday. J.C. Penney, Macy's and Kohl's, 2020's best places to shop on Black Friday, offering an average discount of at least 52%. Nearly 11% of items at major retailers will be more expensive on Black Friday than their current Amazon.com prices. Oh, really? That's interesting. Consumer packaged goods will offer the most value on Black Friday 2020 relative to their current prices, while computers and phones are expected to have the least rewarding deals. And don't get me started on my iPhone 11 and AT&T. Oh my gosh. We'll talk about that someday. Long story short... My old iPhone, what was it, a 5, I think? <laughs> I got noticed it wasn't going to be uh, getting any more updates or something. After You know, it pretty much saying, hey, you know, come on, Mikey, it's time to upgrade. You're a tightwad and you're cheap, but you got to get a new phone. Well, if you're married, you just don't get one phone. You get two. And uh, that's what I did. I ordered my wife's phone. You had to, do it. You had to order it through AT&T one at a time. No problem. Hey, it's on its way, baby. <laughs> then it turned right around, went back in through the same process, ordered my phone. We're sorry. No, no, I, I got the same information. You know, that, yay, baby, it's on its way. Well, my wife's phone comes in. And I go back and check, see what's going on with my phone. Uh, it's been delayed. Sorry. You know, not here yet. Well, the stupid thing took, I think it was, I'm not going to go through all the details. It was a mess, but finally got it about four, five, six weeks later. But anyway, neither here nor there. But yeah, they're not going to give you any specials on that stuff. You know, Apple's got to make, you know, their 900,000% profit, if not more. Nearly one in three consumers are forgoing holiday gifts this year due to the COVID-19, according to Wallet Hub's 2020 coronavirus and holiday shopping survey. Yeah, that's now. And I've always found that uh, the people that sit back, nah, we're not going to do it this year. We're, we're not going to, nah, we're not going to exchange. Nah, nah. Then the closer it gets, the more they want to. Because they they start getting in the Christmas spirit, and they, they want to... They want to play. You, you know what I mean? They want to be involved. All right. Starbucks, Target, and Fandango. Uh, we, got a, boy, we got something to talk about here in a minute about Starbucks. And Fandango topped the list of 2020's best gift cards. But buyer beware, more than half of the major retailers offering, I get this, offering 0% financing use a dangerous feature called deferred interest which has the potential to make holiday purchases up to 27.5 times more expected than or more expensive than expected i get that what they're doing is hey you know six month zero percent finance if you pay it off in six months no interest but boy you go belong that be go go past that period the interest kicks in from the date of purchase and voila that $100 item is now like 140 bucks or whatever. 
but you get there. I'm just, I'm not a mathematician. I'm just pulling numbers out of the air. I've got some uh, plastic like that, you know, uh, that will let me uh, buy 0% interest if I pay it off within 12 months or so. I'll tell you who it is. It's Best Buy, and I appreciate that because theirs gives you enough time to pay for it. Now, now granted, you go out there and buy $10,000 on your credit card thinking, yeah, I'll pay it back within 12 months, get my 0% interest. Nah, you know, be realistic. you got to be realistic about this stuff. You know, that's, that's really not going to happen. All right. My name is Michael. This is the kitchen table. We sit around the kitchen table. We talk about things happening in the world, talk about the uh, transportation industry, trucking and such. Uh, coming up, going to be talking about Starbucks. I don't know if you saw this or not. <laughs> but a Starbucks barista came up with a unique way to pick up ladies. Going to be talking about that. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in two minutes. Again, we've got to get more music. Maybe we'll do that after the holiday. Huh? Now we've got a holiday break coming up. Maybe we can find some more music to put in there for next week. Hey, hey good morning. My name is uh, Michael. You are listening to FBTV Radio. This is the kitchen table every morning, weekday morning, Monday through Friday, we get to get together, 8 a.m. Central Time, and we talk, you know, it's kind of a get-together, just kind of like friends sitting around a coffee table or a kitchen table, having their morning coffee, talking about how to fix everything that's wrong with the world. Then we go off and do our thing. Anyway, morning coffee, FBTV radio, you know, I, I was telling you earlier, every, you know, if you missed the original broadcast, the live broadcast at 8 a.m., well, uh, we replay it throughout the day on FBTV radio three or four or five times, you know, uh, throughout the day. So if you are listening to FBTV radio all day, passing the time, getting the miles, going down the highway, great. You know, you'll be able to hear it, but, uh, Maybe, for whatever reason, you you can't listen to it. Well, uh, subscribe to our podcast, and you can find us on your favorite podcasting app. Because we upload it to our podcast, FBTV Podcast. And our podcast, we were just looking over that a minute ago. And, you know, yes, everybody in the States, and, and yeah, we have a lot of listeners in Canada as well, but... Around the world, people are people are tuning in from around the world, listening to our podcast, our radio broadcast. Uh, France, UK, I can't even pronounce the next one. Netherlands, Spain, Mexico, India, Venezuela, and that's our podcast. Don't we go to the radio, the FBTV radio? Holy cow, it's all over. It's all over, and these here. Yeah, it's showing top 10 countries on our podcast, not showing everybody, so I'm sure there's a lot more, but that just blows me away. Yeah, it really does. I came out of terrestrial radio. That's where I got my start in broadcasting. And, uh, you know, we just thought it was neat to be, you know, local. You know, be able to listen to the radio locally. And uh, here we are pretty much doing the same thing we did on the radio, but now we are heard around the world. Isn't that cool? I mean, I just, you just can't beat that. Seriously. 
Okay, what are we talking about? Oh, fuel prices. Fuel prices came out yesterday. What's going on with diesel? Over the last two weeks, it's gone up eight cents a gallon. It's up two forty-six. Two forty-six a gallon, and the reason is, drum roll, please. <laughs> High demand. All right. High demand means that trucks are rolling. Capacity. Freight's moving. That's good. We are working on something at Taltoa. If you didn't know, I'm the lead consultant at Taltoa. We are working on something, and it may be ready before the first of the year, but initial release date is uh, 2021. Freelance dispatcher training. If you've been thinking about becoming a freight broker, but you're not sure, but uh, a good place you might want to start would be dispatch. Dispatcher, it's not a freight broker, but you're going to start getting experience using the different tools and things like that that a, that a broker would use. But anyway, uh, enough of that. We'll, we'll talk about that as we get closer. So diesel's up two cents a gallon this week, eight cents over the last two weeks, but gasoline has gone down another penny. It went down two cents last week, now it's down another penny, down to two ten a gallon. And to be honest with you, that's probably due to supply and demand too. Trucks are using more fuel because it's more stuff, more freight. They're on the road. Gasoline people are staying home. You know the. Uh, we talked about this the other day, that uh, one uh, company expects uh, uh, travel to be down 65% or something like that this year. But if you look, uh, the airports are going nuts. You know, California, has, that cracks me up, that Governor Newsom out there in California trying to keep his people home and telling them they can't have Thanksgiving and this and that, and people are just saying, <laughs> see ya, I'm going to LAX, and I'm flying out of here. And away they go. So, <laughs> you know, it's kind of kind of odd. But anyway, fuel prices, that, that, that information came out yesterday. Every, every Monday, national averages are posted by the... Uh, government tell us the average cost of fuel and if you've been wondering how they come up with fuel surcharge well that's the number they're using the average cost of a gallon of diesel that is posted uh, on monday and then they will take that and see where it fits on their fuel surcharge chart and it will tell you know they, they take that uh, wherever it lands and they'll add that percentage to the rate Okay, uh, that may not may or may not have made sense, but the point is that the 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 average cost of diesel that the government puts out every Monday that's that's where that uh, fuel surcharge comes from. All right, what else we got going? On? Oh, I was going to tell you about Starbucks. We talked about Starbucks a moment ago, being a best Black Friday deal gift cards. Well, this Starbucks barista. <laughs> found a unique way to uh, try to pick up a lady. Anyway, Ashley, she's the customer. 
she was uh, buying coffee at Starbucks. She was in line. She got her cup, and it looked and 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 uh, Steve, her barista, had wrote a secret message on the side of the cup. The secret message he he wrote secret message and then had an arrow pointing down to the print at the bottom. Now this print normally reads and it's imprinted on the cup. Caution: the beverage you're about to enjoy is extremely hot. Thank you, McDonald's. That lawsuit, that, that's, you know, a normal person would know coffee is hot. But anyway, that's... <laughs> anyway, Steve used a marker to black out parts of the text. So instead of it saying, caution, the beverage you're about to enjoy is extremely hot, he marked out words so it read, caution, you're extremely hot. You know, this went viral. viral. And Steve, it doesn't say... But I would almost bet if they find out which Steve this is, he's not going to have a job very long. But anyway, Ashley, well, she thought it was, you know, cute. She thought it, you know, took it as a compliment. She didn't act on it. You may be saying, why? Was Steve just uh, one of those creepy guys? Uh, You know, now it's because Ashley's married. (laughs) Her husband wasn't very happy about it. He got a little jealous. He was a little jealous that he didn't get a no from another barista who made his drink. He was like, I gave Linda, he made up her name, I gave Linda a tip when we ordered, but you're the one that got the special treatment. He wasn't real happy about that. <laughs> but anyway, I thought that was kind of comical. What a weird way. You know, when I was growing up, you know, when I was a kid growing up, your first job was going to be in a restaurant. My first job was washing dishes at a place named Mr. B's. And I lasted there about three days. I knew pretty quick that washing dishes was not my cup of tea. And uh, I put in applications everywhere. And uh, the reason I quit, I didn't just, you know, quit because washing dishes weren't my cup of tea. I quit because I got a call from Hardee's. Hardee's called. They were wanting to talk to me. They were wanting to hire me, interview me. And they hired me. And so I quit Mr. B's and went to Hardee's. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly where you want to work when you're a 15, 16-year-old kid, 14, whatever it was, is around hot grease. <laughs> Talk about pimples. Yes, friends, I was a pimple magnet. But anyway, I, I never even thought about trying to pick up women at Hardee's. Never. Never. I even went on to work and uh, Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. Remember that? Man, I take that back. I would have gotten a lot of trouble if that was today. <laughs> we won't go any further with that. Well, it wasn't bad. It was just I was a kid and, and I was, uh, you know, flirty. Flirty. What, what can I say? But today you'll get in trouble for that stuff. Okay, things you might want to know, things you need to know, who knows. Ken Jennings, you remember him? He was the uh, 
uh, highest. He was a contestant on Jeopardy that had the highest winnings, I believe. Anyway, he's going to be the first guest host for Alec Trebek on Jeopardy. That show's still going. Alec, Alex died uh, here a few weeks ago. First, you know, uh, I forget when. First 10 days of the month, somewhere in there. And no disrespect, Alex, you know, I watched him since he was the host of, what was that show, Card Shark? Is that the one? He was on a lot of game shows back back in the day when he first started out until he landed Jeopardy. Uh, but no disrespect, but the, what I'm getting at, he had done, he had already filmed all the shows up through Christmas Day. Christmas Day will be his last show broadcast, and it, that's got to be pretty rough. Well, maybe not. I, I don't know. I've never been put in that situation. But anyway, he's going to be the first guest host. That's what uh, Jeopardy has decided to do. They're going to have a lot of guest hosts for a while until they find the right one. Who do you think is going to be the Who do you think's the right guest host? I don't have a clue either. The Guitar Center chain has filed for bankruptcy protection. A sealed copy of Nintendo's Super Mario Brothers 3. Sealed copy is the key words in this. It's become the most expensive video game ever sold. $156,000 at an auction on Friday. The Coming to America sequel will show up on Amazon Prime coming up in March. Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall. And quite a few of the original cast are going to be back. I don't know. Yes, it sounds interesting. But so did Bill and Ted's face the music until I saw the trailer. When I saw the trailer, Bill and Ted should not have made face the music. I mean, they went from being teenagers to card-carrying AARP. P members, you know, I mean, and they're still trying to act like they're, I just, it was weird, it was weird, can't give that movie away, but you look at the critics, they love it, let's see, what else, uh, new research from Parks Associates finds 61% of U.S. broadband households subscribe to two or more streaming services, yeah, I, I fall in that category. That's up from 48% the previous year. 45% subscribe to three or more. Okay, maybe I fall in that category. <laughs> up from 27%. And 31% subscribe to four or more. Do I fall in that category? Let's see, I got Netflix. I got Hulu. No, I don't have Netflix. I canceled it. I got Hulu, CBS, uh, Philo, or Philo, however you pronounce it. And, uh, well, I just let HBO Max go for a month or two. So I guess I fall in that four or more. Hmm. But anyway, no, wait, wait, you may do the same thing. You know, you watch it HBO Max. Yeah, they got a lot of good movies. But then you hit a month, they don't put any good movies on or all the movies they bring back you've seen. Yeah, I cancel it. I'll cancel it for a couple of months and I'll go back a couple of months later, see what they got up there and go from there. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for us on this uh, Tuesday. Oh, you know, I've been telling you we do the uh, we get together for the kitchen table every weekday morning, Monday through Friday at eight. But this is a special week. This is Thanksgiving, so no Thursday, no Friday. So 
tomorrow will be it for the week. At least that's what it looks like right now. But uh, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Okay, it's Tuesday, November 24th. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your friends. Subscribe. If you're listening to this on our podcast, subscribe to it. Tell your friends to subscribe. We need to grow. Check out our YouTube channel, Freight Broker TV. YouTube. You can go to FreightBrokerTV.com. Down at the bottom of the page, you'll see the little YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Same thing. Uh, FreightBrokerTV.com. Down at the page, you'll find the little Twitter bird. (laughs) Follow us. Go have a good Tuesday. Have a great November the 24th, unless you've made other plans. See you tomorrow.